Good morning and happy new year. Listen, I am so excited that you are with us, man. I hope that you, first of all, I hope you had an amazing Christmas. And I also hope that you had an amazing new year. I hope you're excited for what comes in this new year. But but we got to take a little bit of time and step back. Now, you may look and say, well, hold up. Why do they have Christmas trees behind them still on? Christmas is over. And one of the things that I want us to understand is even as we're doing this together as a family online, that the season may have changed, but the reason has not. See, what happens is as we begin to take down the Christmas trees and we put away the Christmas lights, sometimes the real gift of who Jesus is sometimes gets lost. As we begin to plan our new year, we have our ideas of what we want. And what happens is we have our expectations And they don't quite match our experiences. And we find ourselves disappointed that joy to the world from December 25th is gone. Here's what I want you to understand as we move into this new year, that the gift of Jesus is valuable. Now, it's not just something to put away, but it's something that he wants to use in our lives to move us forward. This is what I believe that this can be the best year of your life. That's not just what I believe is what I'm praying for, not just for yourself, but for myself, as well as our whole entire church. This is what I want. God, you have your way this year. But the only way that we're going to find that true success and that God's best that we talk about as a church is if we're connected to the Savior. That's why I want to go back just a little bit. I want to read a passage found in Matthew 2, and it reads this way. When they had gone, An angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream. Get up, he said. Take the child and his mother and escape to Egypt. Stay there until I tell you, for Herod is going to search for the child to kill him. So he got up, took the child and his mother during the night and left for Egypt, where he stayed until the death of Herod. And so was fulfilled what the Lord has said through the prophet out of Egypt. I called my son when Herod realized that he had been outwitted by the Magi. He was furious and he gave orders to kill all the boys in Bethlehem and in its vicinity who were two years old and under in accordance with the time he had learned from the Magi. Then what was said through the prophet Jeremiah was fulfilled. A voice is heard in Ramah weeping and great mourning. Rachel weeping for her children and refusing to be comforted because they are no more. After Herod died, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt and said, get up, take the child and his mother and go to the land of Israel for those who were trying to take the child's life are dead. So he got up, took the child and his mother and went to the land of Israel. But when he heard that Archelaus was reigning in Judea in the place of his father, Herod, he was afraid to go there. Having been warned in a dream, he withdrew to the district of Galilee and he went and lived in a town called Nazareth. So was fulfilled what was said through the prophets. He will be called a Nazarene. God, I ask you to guard my heart, guard my tongue. Holy Spirit, you say what needs to be said. You do what needs to be done. God, I ask that you not just speak through me, but continue to speak to me. You lead, I'll follow. It's in Christ's name I pray. Amen. So many of you have heard me talk about my son, Jordan. Uh, In fact, my son, Jordan, is right here with me right now. So I'm not talking about him behind his back. But one of the things that I found the most interesting that we experienced this year was Jordan playing football. And I think I've shared that a couple of times, but let's let's have a truth moment here. It was a struggle. Uh, This was his first year playing. And honestly, he wasn't liking it. He kind of hated it. And it was tough. Uh, I'm, I'm proud of him for sticking it through. 
and keeping on pushing, but it was rough, real, real rough. Well, about five games into the season, though, the coaches did something that I thought was a little bit crazy. In fact, I was at practice one day and I had to step away to make a phone call. And while I was on the phone call, I'm not paying attention. I turn around and I look and I see my son who's been playing offensive line and defensive line at times very poorly. But he was trying. But now Jordan is lined up at quarterback. Now, truth moment. uh, My son doesn't even really know what the quarterback does. My son struggles to throw the football, yet this is where the coach placed him. I thought the coach had been drinking too much that day, and so I was like, Coach, what are you doing? He said, I know, I get it, I get it. I know it looks crazy, but it can work. See, there were some injuries on the team, and he says, this is what I believe. He says, I know he's struggling here, but if I change his position, I think he can be successful. Now, I know it's something that he's not prepared for, but if he'll just do what I tell him to do, if he'll listen to me, I think we can have success. Long story short, I mean, he wasn't Jalen Hurts, but he was still pretty good. He got in, he would get the opportunity to play quarterback, and he wasn't asked to throw the ball, he was asked to run the ball, and the team actually had a little bit of success. I actually could say, my son was QB1. Now, here's the reason I tell that story. It's because when he was in this place where he was, he wasn't being successful. He didn't like it. It wasn't enjoyable. But when the coach said, maybe we need to change your position, I and him included became fearful. See, a lot of times we talk about change. And that's one of the things around here. We say change is a good thing. But here's the truth. Change is scary. We know what we want. We know how we want it. And we set our plans But unfortunately, disappointment creeps in when our plans don't go the way that we planned them to. Therefore, we sometimes get stuck. As we go into this new year, many of us have already begun to set up our New Year's resolutions. And we say, this is what I want for this year. Usually what we want this year is a reflection of the things that we didn't quite like from the previous year. And so we can have the vision of how we want it to go. But if we're really being honest, we do not know what this year holds. I remember in 2020 going into it, I was working with some other churches and everybody had 2020 vision. Everybody's going, oh, this is going to be the year and we're going to have 2020 vision. Everybody, we can see so clearly. And then what happened was something that none of us saw coming. But here's why I bring that up. That the person who did see it coming was God. And before there was a problem, he had a plan and his plan was not beholden to what was going wrong in the world. See, this is why I read this text. It's kind of the text that we read around Christmas time. Joseph, they're no longer in the barn. They're actually in a house. Jesus is a couple of years older. And at this time, everything is going good. When the spirit of God, an angel comes to Joseph, gives him a message and says, you need to leave. Now, here's the thing. Joseph wasn't prepared for anything to go wrong. Things seem to be going good. But in the midst of Of everything going wild around him, the spirit of God gave him a word and said, you need to move. See, this is what I believe is most key for us this year. That I don't know what 2023 holds, but God does. And even though things may be going haywire around us, the spirit of God is access for us to get direction and to correct where we need to correct. 
There may be a year of adjustment. See, no one makes a resolution on how to deal with the loss of a family member. No one is saying this year, I promise that I'm going to have make a a resolution to deal with the loss of a job. No one says I am going to make resolutions on how to deal with pain. It's a part of life. I'm not trying to be a downer, but I'm saying this is reality. But my faith is also my reality, too. See, understand this, that what God did for Joseph in that moment was say, I'm going to change your location out of provision for your family. See, everything around him was going wrong, but yet God still had a plan and a purpose. And in the midst of his plan and purpose, there was provision. See, that is what I'm praying for for myself. And that is what I'm praying for for you, that God positions me to be used for his purpose. And in his purpose, I find his provision. So I think back to the coach and the coach said, I know it doesn't look good, but if he'll just listen to me, I know I'm going to put him in a position that he's not comfortable with. But if he'll just listen to me, we can have success. God wants us to listen to him. And if we listen to him, then we can have success. See, I believe this is a year of more. I believe this is a year of better. But for me to have more and to do better, I need to have more of him and my relationship with God needs to be better. This is going to be a year of growth. It's going to be a year of change. But this is what I believe. When God changes us, he positions us for his purpose and his glory. And if we will be obedient in the midst of those purposes and those plans, we find provision, we find peace. And if we play the position where God puts us, the kingdom of God can have good success. I'm believing that for you. I'm believing that you're going to have good success in your school. I'm believing you're going to have good success in your home. I'm believing that the spirit of God will tell you how to move in your workplace. Because everything is about making sure that God's glory is seen. And when we are playing the part in the position that he has for us, then God is seen. His name is known and things will change. No, I don't know what this year holds, but I know who holds this year. And so my prayer is God. Prepare me to be positioned for your purpose. Look, Bethel, I am so excited for this year. This is why next Sunday I want to see you in the place. We're not going to let Christmas go. We got a little bit more that we have to do. And I believe that we can set you up going forward for what God has for you because the season is over, but the work isn't done. It's just getting started. To everyone that is heavy in this year, I'm praying for you. This is a year that we not look at our situations, but we need to look to God. And I still believe that God can do exceedingly abundantly far above all we can ever ask or think. I'm excited. I'm hopeful. And I'm asking you to walk with us as we go through this year together and we rely on the goodness of God. Till next time. I love you. Hope you have a great one. I'm out. Bye.